Gains and losses in the fight against ISIS, today on The World. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, the city of Ramadi falls to Islamic extremists. The locals aren't happy. Most of them would love to get rid of this group. The problem is that they haven't had a lot of support. Meanwhile, America says it's taken out an ISIS leader in Syria. But who is Abu Sayyaf? The fact is, we really don't have very much information on who he is. Plus, People magazine called John Cho one of the sexiest men alive. Growing up, most girls didn't see him that way. Girls would say, in an almost benevolent tone, I just zero attraction to Asian men. And we ride along with a group of women in Dubai who love their Harleys. Me, I feel like I'm in heaven. When I ride, I feel like I own the world. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Carol Hills, in for Marco Werman, and this is The World. If you find it hard to get a sense of how the fight against ISIS is going, join the club. It seems like it's one step forward, one step back. On Saturday, U.S. officials announced that Delta Force commandos killed a top ISIS leader in Syria. More on that in a moment. Then yesterday came word that ISIS fighters swooped into a major Iraqi city, Ramadi, and Iraqi forces fled. It's the biggest disaster for the Iraqi government since ISIS seized Mosul last summer. Ramadi is the capital of Anbar province, where journalist Jane Araf was recently reporting. Jane, how did this happen? How did Ramadi fall to ISIS? What we've seen in Ramadi really is is a remarkably effective attack by ISIL over the past few days, where they've come into the city with essentially up-armored bulldozers, bulldozers that they have added steel plates to so that they can knock down those blast walls and bring in suicide bombs. They've come into a city that still has a fairly large population. By most accounts, more than 100,000 people are still there. But it's a population that feels that they don't have the support, the arms, and in some cases, they don't have the will to actually fight. ISIS. Now, the interesting thing as well is there are relatively few fighters on the ISIS side. There's said to be several hundred of them. So Ramadi itself hasn't exactly been thriving. It has been under attack, and ISIS has been getting closer and closer to the command post that it finally took over. And the other thing we are seeing, of course, as well, Carol, is a continued exodus of people fleeing and not being allowed to get into Baghdad or being allowed to get past a specific point. And that is an emerging crisis as well. Do you you imagine that with the defeat of Ramadi that ISIS is going to simply plow forward to other cities or is it more complicated than that? Well, I think we have to look at how it is that ISIS came to take over most of Unbar and they have perhaps 80% of it. So the Iraqi forces themselves, apart from the tribal fighters, have been really thinly stretched. There's only a couple of units, uh, special forces and counterterrorism units, that are really deemed to be fighting effectively. But they've suffered a lot of casualties. And on the tribal side, it's been quite a while since they aligned themselves with the U.S. in a group called the Awakening, and they threw off al-Qaeda. What they're facing now 
over a period of years where they feel that they have been disenfranchised, have no support from the Iraqi government, is a situation where they feel they don't have the weapons, they certainly don't have the cohesiveness, and they feel also they don't have the support of the United States. So the U.S. is minimizing the fall of Ramadi, but in fact, one can assume that the officials are almost as worried as Iraqi officials are, both in Baghdad and in Ramadi and other parts of Anbar province. What's planned now to retake Ramadi? Well, as we speak, there are remarkably, again, there are so many remarkable things about this fight in a tragic sense. As as Ramadi has fallen, there has been a continued debate about whether the only other really effective fighting force that's on the ground, which are Shia militias, should be given a role in fighting in Anbar. Now, Anbar, again, is almost completely Sunni. It has been seething with resentment. It even has calls to form its own region. Some people believe it should form its own country. So to actually retake Anbar, it's going to mean not just a concentrated military effort along with probably more aggressive U.S. airstrikes is the feeling, but it also takes political reconciliation. And part of that is these Shia militias who are...